1: There's a new face on UW-Madison's campus. Dr. Emily Bick has joined the entomology department, and she has an eye on research using precision agriculture to learn more about keeping pests out of crops. For the Midwest Farm Report, this is Carrie Mess. I caught up with Dr. Bick at the Wisconsin Agribusiness Classic to learn more about her background and her research. Dr. Bick, go ahead and introduce yourself.
0: Hello, everyone. I'm Dr. Emily Bick. I'm the new precision pest ecologist in the entomology department at University of Wisconsin-Madison. I focus on field and forage crops. Uh, my background is entomology. I have three degrees from Cornell and UC Davis, innovation postdoc in Denmark for the last couple of years. And I'm excited to bring the technologies, modeling, and machine learning to Wisconsin. Tell me more about what your focus is on campus. So I focus on developing precision tools and strategies for growers to Put interventions out into the field. So essentially, how do we time and space interventions, be it pesticides, cultural controls, or biological control agents? We're looking at new sensor technologies and trying to relate what the sensor sees to what we find in the environment, because sensors produce big data which is much more accurate in terms of monitoring. So if we have these cheap sensors that are highly accurate, we can disperse them around the state and make much better inferences, telling the farmer where a pest is and when it shows up.
1: When you are looking at these sensors and
0: data, tell me about what that looks like in real life. I have a previous study that was done out of uh, UC Davis uh, when I was a postdoc at University of Copenhagen, which took a look at optical sensors, basically lidar. That was in the field. It shone a light out, an insect would fly through the light, and the light would be collected back. And from that information, we we're able to extract out things like wing beat frequency, body to wing ratio, and Just train a machine learning algorithm on the signal, and then identify insects to species, or potentially identify how many species of insects are in a
1: field. Part of your research focuses on the phenotype of crops and how that changes pest resistance. Can you first explain the difference between phenotype and genotype? And then tell me more
0: about why this research is important phenotype is what we see, the physical characteristics of the crop. How many leaves are are there? What color is it? How well is it growing? Uh, The genotype is the genes, the genetics, the DNA. It's essentially potential of what that crop could be. So what we're asking is, can we actually put these crops that are naturally already resistant to insects into a field, into the right environment, so that we don't have to worry about pests as much, so we don't have to spray as much, except that requires a lot of labor to figure out exactly why the crop is resistant to insects and we're planning on developing these sensors to actually create high throughput phenotyping so that labor is automatically taken care of. What you'll see as a grower is the crop show up and the crop would say resistant to insects. Now we're at least five years out from that actually happening, but we're still in the early stages here. But what that would mean is if you put the crop in the right environment, let's say a crop that's uh, repellent, that's smelly, and then you put something that's next to it that uh, actually pulls other insects out of the field, all of a sudden you do not have to use as much or any pesticide and you wouldn't have to worry about the pests in your field. Let's say if a crop is extra hairy or spiky or really, really thick inside, like thick and structured, inside, think about corn plants in this case. If you had a corn plant with the great potential, the genetics of developing that phenotype, developing those structures, if you put that crop in the soil with high silica, all of a sudden you get a crop that's resistant to insects and then you wouldn't have to worry about that problem. So we're trying to solve this problem before it gets to the field. Are you looking at these problems through traditional breeding or the use of GMOs? We're not really limited to traditional breeding or GMOs. We're not really worried about GMO versus not GMO. We're looking to improve crops and the health of crops for farmers. We're looking to improve the quality of food and the amount of food that can be grown on a smaller amount of land. So we really, as a lab, are ambivalent to which breeding method is used. However, what we care about is that we partner with a high-quality breeding program that is already thinking about how insects interact with their crops so that we have a good place to start.
1: So this is really work to pinpoint plants to
0: specific soil types and areas then? Yes. So if we put the right genetics of a plant in the right environment, the phenotype will show up. And that phenotype could be resistance to insects. So that's the hard part and the challenge and actually why we don't use insect-resistant crops too frequently. By figuring that out, by automating that step, by taking out the labor, we can better match the crop to its environment. And on a regional scale, match the seed to the right region. So this is both for within field and kind of within state. That was
1: Dr. Emily Bick, a new favorite. Based on campus in Madison. For the Midwest Farm Report, this is Carrie Mess.